Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chat. Welcome back, everybody. It's 135 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Portions of our show brought to you by our friends, Daryl Cook and the staff at World Floor Coverings. Tell them Oilers Now since you received two times the Air Miles Reward Miles on all your flooring purchases at World Floor Coverings where they know a little about flooring and a lot, uh, check that, a little about hockey and a lot about flooring. Though the guys there might tell you they might know more about uh, hockey than they do about flooring. I don't know. I butchered the read, but I think you know what I'm saying. All right, let's get right to it. Uh, Jerry Fleming is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. The Oilers have scored 13 goals in their last two games. So have the Condors. They've broken out offensively. They're a juggernaut. Well, uh, maybe not the case, but they had a good weekend last weekend. I got a couple games this weekend. Jerry, welcome back to our show. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you doing? Good. First guy we're going to talk about isn't with your team right now. We're going to talk about Ty Ratty. Okay. The thing that has surprised me is his competitiveness and greasiness. He's been on his horse, uh, back-checking like a fiend when he's playing with uh, McDavid and Nugent Hopkins, when he realizes that uh, he needs to be the uh, the guy uh, coming back to, to make it a three-on-three. There's, there's no hesitation there. He's busting it. He's making it happen. Have you seen a progression with the player during the course of this season? Because I always thought he was a skilled perimeter player, but he's played with a lot more intense than I thought. That's one of the things that we worked on, Bob. Uh, we just wanted to, uh, you know, make him more of a complete player. Like you said, offensively, he's gifted, and, you know, he can shoot the puck. It was just his play away from the puck, and it was something that he uh, really wanted to get better at, and he's taken strides in that direction. Well, it's been a good thing. Now, weakens your team not having it. Uh, you did, however, uh, get a little bit of, well, I, I don't, I'm not sure how much help you're getting because I don't know how quickly you can get all these guys in, but Tyler Vessel comes in on an ATO. He was an Oilers uh, pick back in 2014. Uh, Colin Larkin, the Oilers signed out of Division Three out of the NCAA. Uh, there's a couple forwards there for you. So maybe, uh, I guess, you know, Ostaff uh, Safin, who uh, played on a bad team in the Quebec League, big rangy kid that's signed out of an NHL deal, but he's also in an ATO. Just give me a thought on uh, the deployment of those three players. Are they going to get in at all this weekend? They're getting in tonight, actually. Uh, we've got a couple of guys down. Uh, obviously, Brad's up there, Ty's up there, uh, and we've got a couple of injuries here. Downing's hurt, and uh, Gus won't be able to go tonight, so uh, they're being thrown right into the lineup in some key, uh, key areas, too. They're on the second unit power play. Um, you know, um, we've got uh, a rookie line put together, so we'll see how they do. It's going to be a big test for them tonight against uh, a big, heavy team in Ontario. So is, is Vessel centering Safin and Larkin then? Yep, he sure is. Wow. So, uh, you know. How about her, eh? Throw him right in there. <laughs> Why not? We have no choice. So uh, right into the fire, and, uh, you know, it'll be a good evaluation to see where they're at, uh, like I said, against a big, heavy team. You saw a bit of Safin in the rookie tournament in Penticton. Uh, he can certainly shoot the puck. I'm not quite sure he's got the quickest trigger, uh, but uh, it's a rangy, skilled kid. Have you seen some progression from when you had him in the fall? 
Uh, tough to tell, Bob. He's only been with us uh, uh, one practice or two practices and a morning skate. So uh, we'll see how he is tonight. But uh, we just want to eliminate the casualness from his game. He's, he's got to be, you know, ready to go at all times. Uh, just be intense, um, you know, have some uh, have some strength to his game and eliminate the casualness. And I think if he does that, his skill set's good based on, the, you know, uh, the, the rookie camp and uh, things that we've seen so far. Uh, his skill set, I don't think, is going to be an issue. Uh, skating, we'll see. Um, you know, he, he looks big and fast enough, and he's got a strong skill set. But like I said, it's just making him uh, making him focus on his intensity every shift that he's out there. You would know something about players from Prince Edward Island. Josh Curry is not on an NHL uh, NHL deal, but to my knowledge, uh, he has got another year on an AHL deal. He's had a heck of a season for you, hasn't he? Yeah, he's had two. two he's put together back to back seasons, uh, pretty good seasons. Um, you know, he, he does it all for us. Uh, he kills penalties, power play, uh, late in the game, early in the game. Uh, skating is, is a little bit of an issue, but uh, he's not the prettiest skater. It's not one of the first things you notice about him in a, in a positive way, anyway. But uh, he gets the job done, and he gets there. He's a smart player, takes good angles. Uh, anticipates plays well and, and he sees the ice really well and he, he's, he's a student of the game. He's a pretty knowledgeable hockey player which helps him out uh, with his lack of skating. Around this time last year as we're joined by Jerry Fleming who's the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Jerry, guys signed Joseph, uh, the Oilers signed Joseph Gambardella to an NHL deal out of UMass Lowell. Um, 39 games this season, 8 goals, 13 points. Your thoughts? Um, he's gotten better without the puck. And again, a lot of the focus, Bob, on these guys coming out of junior and college is, is there a play away from the puck? If you really think about it, the puck on an average player is on his stick for maybe 20 seconds of the game, and, that, and that's a high guesstimate. But, you know, anywhere between 20 to 10 to 20 seconds a game. So your play without the puck is has got to be, you know, strong and solid if you're going to take it to the next level. And that's, again, an area that we worked on with Joe. And you can see improvements. His wall work's gotten better. Uh, his decision making's gotten better. His reads um, defensively, um, you know, where to be positionally, have all his angles have all gotten better. So you know, uh, his goals are coming. He's uh, he's got great eye hand coordination. Um, you know, he has a nice knack around the net. Uh, he's had some good looks, and recently they've been going in for him. Does Patrick Russell have a chance to be a fourth liner in the NHL? Yeah, he does. He does. He's, he's just got to be more consistent with, with the way that he has to play all the time. Um, you know, he's, he's a big power forward. Um, just making better reads when he has the puck, especially off the rush. Uh, I think if he can do that, he's a good penalty killer. Uh, he skates well. He's strong. He's physical. But uh, the biggest thing with Patty is just being consistent in the way that he has to play night in and night out. You have some teams in your division, Jerry, that are tough. I mean, Calgary's got, I would argue right now, with uh, uh, Luke Gazdick. Who's the defenseman they got from New Jersey? Um, uh, Prout. With with Gazdick and Prout, they probably have about two of the ten toughest guys in pro hockey right now. And one guy that has stepped up for you, and he's a big, thick kid. He's out of Wetaskiwin, is Evan Poli. Uh, and you've needed yeah, a bit of that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We play in a tough division. There's no doubt about it. With the, you know, all of the guys you just mentioned, there's another kid in stock in Carroll. He's a big, strong kid. Um, you know, here tonight they've got um, McDermott, uh, who's tough, um, huge. arguably one of the toughest guys in the league, and, and he's responded uh, to each one of these guys, and uh, you know, has done a good job. Um, you know, they got Limbias, uh, who's uh, legitimately an NHL uh, tough guy in San Diego, and Evans come in, and uh, he's, uh, you know, listen to the challenge each time, and 
it's, uh, it makes a difference with our team. You know, when, when he's in the lineup, we're two inches uh, two inches taller and 15 pounds heavier. So, uh, yeah, um, he's a lot tougher than I had anticipated. Um, he's a good fighter, um, plays physical. He's good uh, net presence on the power play. He can cut pucks. He's got good eye-hand coordination. Uh, again, just his play without the puck and the skating are things that we're going to focus on uh, over the course of uh, the summer for him. Jerry Fleming joining us. Jerry, uh, Ethan Bear up here. Uh, I would suggest you, I think he's played 11 games now. Um, there, you know, he, he was good initially. Uh, there's been some, he's won some puck battles, but uh, my opinion, he, he certainly needs more time and Bakersfield likely start there next year. You don't have him. You don't have Ryan Mantha. Keegan Lowe's been critical for you because he's probably been your best defenseman overall this year. Who else? Uh, Dylan Simpson came up for a little look. So he just has an emergency emergency recall who else has done a good job for you of late and can you update us on eric griba as well uh Gribe is going to be in tonight um you know he's uh, coming off a, a forearm injury okay um, he's practiced the last couple of days he's felt a lot better felt good this morning so we're going to get him back in the lineup tonight but benny becker's played well uh he's quietly uh, you know not the most uh, gifted guy offensively but defensively he's been strong he's been physical he's worked on the things that we've asked him to work on um you know uh, over the course of his career young career and he's gotten better in those areas he's uh, he's more physical um he makes better reads without the pucks defensively uh he's activated at the right time so you know he's he's quietly uh, really uh, really made us take notice of his game caleb jones play last week for you how do you look he looked good he looked good. Uh, Caleb's coming along. Um, you know, he had that injury. He's come back off that injury. Took him a couple of games to uh, get his timing back and uh, and his speed. But, uh, yeah, his conditioning is, uh, it's, again, something that he's worked on uh, throughout the course of the year. And it's tough to make gains throughout the year. Like, you, you know, use the summertime to make gains, but it's important that you maintain throughout the course of the season. Um, but he's made gains in his strength. He's made gains in his um, conditioning. So it definitely helped him improve his game. Jerry, you're trying to make the playoffs there as well. You got LB, Laurent Brassois, who has, I would say at the AHL level, uh, pretty good uh, athleticism. Uh, I know that uh, Dallas Aikens had a comment after the game that uh, you guys kind of hung around against San Diego and that helped get you that 5-2 win. Obviously, Brassois played part of that. I think the words he used, uh, we hung around like a bad stink. I think that's what he said. Yeah, he, uh, he once uh, used that, uh, I believe, to describe Will Acton, too. In terms of how well. <laughs> you're right, yeah, you're right. Remember that? Yeah. So, yep. uh, anyhow, Brassois, and I, I'm not going to take credit for that. That was my partner Jack Michaels. I remember that quote. Uh, Laurent Brassois, Nick Ellis, and the team now has Dylan Wells there as well. Uh, is Wells in as a, a third goaltender just to get some pro experience? Because you've got two guys that you've kind of run with all season long. Yeah, that's exactly just to get him here and get him you know up to speed on on the pro game and get used to the shooters that we have here. Um, he'll practice with us, and if we uh, if we need him, he's available. All right, super stuff, Jerry. We wish you the best of luck this weekend. We'll talk next week. Sounds great, Bob. Thanks. You bet. One forty-five in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you. The best pizza in the city. Still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza has been Edmonton-owned and operated for 48 years. The Stauffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. You can visit royalpizza.ca for a location nearest you. Now with a new spot out in Spruce Grove, a second location in Sherwood Park.
Royal Pizza, still making it great. Brendan, we're going to get to a text which referenced a tweet of mine on August the 7th. I think I know which tweet you're talking about. I I actually had to find the tweet. (laughs) But uh, kudos to the texter. We'll get to that when we return and get to NHL or the State Oilers history when we return as well. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 151 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now to this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company. For 38 years, we've got a great Oilers Now road trip package to Europe this fall. Call now to register at New West Travel. March 23rd, 2017, that would be last year. The Oilers scored five unanswered goals in the third to beat the Abs 7-4 in Denver. I can guarantee you Nugent Hopkins, or uh, check that, Jordan Everly got an empty netter, and Connor McDavid picked up an assist. I think that was the seventh goal. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, who've got the Oilers roadie to Germany and Sweden next fall to see the Oilers play in Europe. Call now to register if New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. All right, we're going to finish off the show with a bunch of text. Here we go. Bob, I remember last summer, says Jeff, you tweeted out that you would play Nugent Hopkins on Connor's wing on the first line. We all scoffed at you. I'll give you props where it's due from Jeff. Brennan, is that true? Was there a tweet that went out perhaps on July 8th? Yes, there is. July 8th, Stoffer projected lines, Maroon at David R&H, Lucic, Leon Slopashev, so on, so on. I got ripped for that. I remember guys are like, what are you doing? Why would you play Nugent Hopkins on the way? There are, there are very credible hockey people out right now that do not think you can play Nugent Hopkins on the way. I'm like, why? Why can't you play him on the wing? Like, if the league's gone a certain direction, the smartest and best players can find different places to play. And again, a Nugent Hopkins situation, it's not just that he's complimenting McDavid. He's helping make him better. Gives you some different options. And most of all, and I think most of you would agree with this, if you have dry side, here's the thing about Leon. He will be able to drive a second line. He will. That's all there is to it. And he's going to get matchups some nights where he scorches teams, like he did against Colorado. Now, long, is Kajula and Aberg a long-term solution? Maybe not. I mean, if you have Drake Kajula on your fourth line, theoretically, with Karen Cassian, you got some speed on the wings there. And three guys, you know, I mean, Cassian should be a double-digit goal scorer. That said, he hasn't done it, I think, the last two years. Kara, double-digit goals. Kajula, double-digit goals. I mean, that's, if you get that out of your fourth line, that's okay. I think I also, just for the record, Brendan, when I put those lines out, I'm pretty sure I had Strom at center and Pugliarvi on the right wing. I did. Yeah, you did. (laughs) I just thought Strom was going to end up being better as a center. Than a winger. Two things Strom has to do in the offseason. 
He has to mentally prepare himself to be better in the face-off circle. And he has to develop a killer instinct when he gets an opportunity to shoot box. He should have 18 to 20 goals. He has had sitters, tap-ins, and a reluctance to shoot on the power play. And again, if it's me moving forward, because they're going to qualify Ryan Strom, that's a given. If it's me moving forward, I might want Strom. Like, I, I, I think you could live with McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, and Drysaddle. I, if you have those guys all on the first unit power play, for sure, absolutely. But if that's the case, Strom drives the second unit. And you can do that. And you could even have Lucic and Poliarvi start the year with them next year. Okay? Now you're changing the makeup. For, those guys are going against third pairings. Just got to find another guy to play with, potentially with Leon. And we'll see how that ends up going. You can text us at 630-630. Hey, uh, Bob, this text comes in. How many fights has Jesse Pugliarvi had? That's what you get for too many imports. <laughs> He's being sarcastic, obviously. You can text us, uh, as we mentioned, on our Westlock 4 text line. What? Mark, I can't read your text out of Bonneville, but you are quite creative. That I will tell you. How you found a way to work Elizabeth May into our show, I do not know. Negative energy is a reflection of the truth, Bob, not sugarcoating of this losing team. That's your job bias. Try being honest. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. You're completely misinterpreting what I'm saying. I'm saying from an OEG perspective, you want to create the most positive environment possible. You want to support and have as much community initiative. Okay? If there's a breakdown in a relationship, if something gets severed, you work on it to fix it and create something that's more positive out there. That's what I'm saying. And at the start, you create the most positive all the while, the days of breaking kids down and building them up, nobody does that anymore. And Tom McClellan doesn't coach that way either. But I believe in a Canadian market, negative energy festers and it weakens organizations and teams because of how all-encompassing the respective markets in are on their team. You can hide in the States. There's no hiding. There's especially no hiding here. And again, I would not overreact to what's happened this year. It's disappointing. Got to get the goaltender in the right framework uh, right from the get-go. Guy got pulled in two of his first four starts this season. Okay? Hit a tremendous October last year. That got Edmonton on its way. Am I reading too much into the success? What are they, 9-5-1 and one over their last 15 games? That's good. Not that excited about it. I'm more excited by the fact that Talbot's playing well and very intrigued to see what Nugent Hopkins is doing at this time with Connor McDavid and the options it can give the organization moving forward. All the while, not forcing too many minutes on Paul Yarby yet. He's going to get it. They need to stick with him. There's a player there. All right, what do we got coming up tonight on Inside Sports with the uh, mega-talented Reed Wilkins? Reed will have Jonathan Willis on tonight. You will also have Randy Hatch, Oil Kings GM. Paul Byrne, Canadian Premier League President. Is that Possible soccer? soccer, yeah. Oh, okay. By the way, Brendan, I bumped into uh, Dave. He's the head coach of the U.S. National Soccer Program. 
He's going to be doing the show coming up here. Sure, oh, sweet. Yeah. He was at our hotel in Carolina. <laughs> we had about a two-hour conversation on the history of the World Cup. Well, we know you can talk soccer for days, Bob, so well, that should be uh, very riveting radio. You know what? It's like my number five sport. It's not NCAA <laughs> college football. It's not the Eskimos. It's not the Oilers. It's not the U of A. Uh, up next, a global news weather traffic update with Brent Dreger, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Uh, City Ford Face-Off Show tomorrow night, 6.30, Edmonton and Anaheim. City Ford Face-Off Show Sunday at 6. Edmonton, no, wait. Edmonton and Los Angeles tomorrow. Edmonton and Anaheim at 6 on Sunday. Uh, So long, everybody. Have a uh, terrific weekend. Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Keeping your office running like a well-oiled power play. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.